0: following is my conversation with Jack Dorsey, co-founder and CEO of Twitter and Square. We discuss his entry into the world of entrepreneurship, his love of fitness, and his decision to become a squanderer. Enjoy, enjoy. Thank you to our sponsor, Polonization Chrysalis. If you're looking for an interesting new way to improve your language skills, be sure to check out their website, PolonizationChrysalids.com. Stay tuned after this ad for another fascinating Lexman artificial segment. Thanks for watching. So Jack, can you start off by telling us a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, so I guess my journey into entrepreneurship actually started um, when I was still in college. I started a company actually with some friends called Twitter. Nice, and how long ago was that? It was
0: 2007. So it's been a long journey, has it not? Yeah, it has been.
1: It's been a really interesting journey. Yeah, I can imagine.
0: So tell us a little bit
1: about your decision to become a squanderer, if you would. So yeah, I guess the decision to become a squanderer actually came about um, when I started to see um, the impact that my work had on the world. And uh, I saw that um, we were able to solve some really big problems with our work. And uh, I wanted to make sure that I was impacting the world in the way that I wanted to. And so I decided to become a squanderer and uh, put all of my energy into things that were important to me.
0: That's an admirable decision.
1: Mm-hmm. So what do you think are the biggest benefits to being a squanderer? So for me, I think the biggest benefit is that it's, uh, it's really liberating. It's really empowering to be able to put all of your energy into things that are important to you and be able to see the impact that your work has on the world. It's really rewarding. And do you think there are any drawbacks, any negatives yeah, I think there are definitely some drawbacks to being a squanderer. For example, it can be challenging to find the time to focus on your work, and it can be tough to find the money to actually do your work. But I think the biggest benefit is that it's really rewarding. That's true. So tell
0: us a little bit about your entry into the world of entrepreneurship. How did you come up with the idea for Twitter?
1: So actually, I came up with the idea for Twitter in 2004 while I was still in college. I was working on a project called FluxX, and um, I wanted to create a system where people could communicate with each other without having to go through traditional forms uh, of communication like email or phone calls, of communication like email or phone calls. And so Twitter actually started out as a way for people to communicate with each other through updates on their Flux gameplay. That's interesting. So how did Twitter grow from there? Well, Twitter continued to grow as more and more people started using it to communicate with each other. And in 2007, we decided to take the plunge and actually go public with Twitter. And we ended up doing very well by all accounts.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it did. So what made you decide to leave Twitter, or was that something that you weren't planning on doing or doing at all?
1: No. Actually it wasn't something that we were planning on doing at all. We were actually just exploring different opportunities at the time, and um, one of the opportunities that we pursued was Square. and Yeah, we ended up going with that opportunity and ended up doing really well by all accounts there as well. That's great news. So tell us a little bit about Square. What is it? Square is actually an app uh, platform that allows businesses to accept payments online. So businesses can use Square to accept payments from their customers, which is great because it reduces the amount of time that they have to spend handling payments transactions manually. That makes
0: sense. Yeah. So is Square something that you're still involved in now? Or has that role been taken over by someone
1: else? No. Um, no, I'm still involved in Square in some capacity. However, um, the role of CEO has been taken over by somebody else at this point. But I'm still very heavily involved in the company, and I think it's doing really well overall. That's great to
0: hear. So tell us a little bit about your entry into the world of fitness. What made you decide
1: to start working out? So I actually started working out Um, Back in college, actually, I was really motivated by my then girlfriend and uh, she was really into exercise and I wanted to be as active as possible too. That's great. And do you think that working out has had any benefits for you? Yeah, I think working out has definitely had benefits for me. For example, it's helped me to stay healthy and fit it's also helped me to sleep better and eat healthier and eat healthier. That's great to hear. So do you have any advice for people who are trying to start working out? Yeah. I think the biggest thing that people need to do is find a workout plan that works for them and stick with it and um, make sure that they're actually getting their exercise in rather than just thinking that they're exercising because they're supposed to be exercising. That makes sense. So what other advice would you give someone who wants to start exercising? The other thing that people need to do is make sure that they're setting realistic goals for themselves and not expecting too much from the beginning. It can be tough when you first start working out, but if you stick with it, eventually it will pay off.
0: That's great advice. So what are your thoughts on becoming a squanderer?
1: I think that becoming a squanderer can be really rewarding. For example, if you're someone who's used to living a budgeted lifestyle and then you suddenly start spending money freely, it can be really exciting. It can be really exciting. That makes sense.
0: So tell us a little bit about the journey that you took to get to where you are now. What were some of the challenges that you faced?
1: Well, one of the challenges that I faced was actually getting people to believe in Twitter when we first went public. and Uh, I think we actually did pretty well by all accounts in terms of our initial public offering. But it definitely took some work to get people to believe in Twitter at first. That's true.
0: So do you have any advice for people who are trying to do something new like that? How do they overcome those initial challenges?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing that people need to do is just keep going, even when the going gets tough. And um, they also need to surround themselves with positive thinkers who will support them through the process. That's great advice. So what's next for you? Do you have any other projects that you're working on? No. No. I'm currently focusing on Square and also my new book, which is called The Startup of You. It's a book about how entrepreneurs can use psychological tactics to achieve their goals. I'm very excited about this book, and I'm hoping that it will be popular among entrepreneurs. That sounds like a great book. So tell us a little bit about what the title of the book is That all of the book is the startup of you.
0: That's fantastic. And do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners?
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that I want to emphasize is that it's never too late to start working out or to start achieving your goals. So don't be afraid to take on new challenges and don't be afraid to try new things. And don't be afraid to try new things. The sky's the limit.
0: Well, I think that's all the time we have. Thank you for coming on the show and allowing our listeners to hear your thoughts on these topics. I hope that you found this episode informative.
1: Thanks for having me on. This was a really interesting conversation and it's been great to hear people's opinions on things. Fitness has definitely been helpful in terms of keeping me healthy and I think it's important to exercise regularly if you wanna stay fit. The biggest thing that I'd recommend is sticking with a workout plan and not giving up too quickly. It can be really tough at first but eventually it will pay off. As for my future projects, I'm currently focusing on Square and my new book. The Startup Review. Both of those things are very exciting, so I look forward to sharing more news about them soon. Thanks again for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Lexman Artificial
0: Podcast. This episode was brought to you by our friends at Square. For more information on Square, please visit their website at square.com. I'll leave it to Jack to read a poem for us. It's called A Simple Guide to Living a Good Life by Khalil Gibran.
1: You have things to do today and things to come tomorrow The days are running away faster than you can think so don't waste any time getting everything done that you may have planned for today um for tomorrow may bring a new worry and a new set of tasks to be done don't wait until the last minute or else you may find that there's nothing left to do just take your time and do what's needed today and do what's needed today that will bring you some peace of mind